Hello and welcome to the Automate and Delegate podcast. What should you not be doing in life, business, and building relationships? Every episode is high takeaway value with tips, tools, and stories you can implement today. Now to your host, Brad Stevens, lifetime entrepreneur, global speaker, and high performance expert. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Automate and Delegate podcast, where we're all about finding innovative ways to help grow your business, your life, and uh, your relationships, and always kick it off sharing the latest addictive tool out there um, with, uh, with one of our virtual assistants, uh, Third in the Philippines. So uh, let Third share what's the latest you found today for us. Okay. Hey, guys. Hey, Brad. So the tool that I've discovered for this week is named Headliner. It is a great video editing tool that allows you to add transcriptions to your videos. So as you have known, uh, most of the content in social media today is consumed without sound. Is that right, Brad? Yeah, I think the latest stats, I mean, I've seen different ones out there, but I mean, it's something like you know, 75, 80% or maybe more of most video is consumed without sound. And I mean, if you think about your own behavior, most people just kind of scroll through and, and just visually see it. So, you know, so having those transcriptions, I think is pretty valuable. Yeah, and it's, it's fairly easy to use. You just need to open your browser and go to headliner.app. That's H-E-A-D-L-I-N-E-R dot A-P-P. Then you can upload your video there, select your language, and the app transcribes it for you. Um, That's another awesome. good thing about yeah, yeah. And another good thing about this one is it allows you to update your transcriptions live because, you know, if you have experience transcribing videos using AI, <laughs> uh, some of them get messed up. So what Headliner does is it allows you to edit them live. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, um, I know yeah. when we started using this one, um, and uh, I know y'all have been kind of in the middle of the, the technicalities of it, but um, but I remember when we were searching, y'all were sharing examples. It was just really tough to find one, and it did a good job, and also pretty expensive. And I think they're still this is still free, isn't it? Yeah, that's the best thing about it. It's still really free. And um, more than that, you can export your videos in Square, which works good for Facebook and Instagram and Landscape for Twitter and LinkedIn. And on top of that, they have a vertical story format. So you can even use it to do Instagram stories and Facebook stories, which is very hot these days. Oh, yeah, having the different formats. And you know, I know probably like a lot of our listeners, you see all these people publishing all this content. It's like, how in the world do they do and get it out um, you know, so quickly in all the different formats? And so uh, that's why we're here. That's why Third's here to kind of uncover some of these things. Um, so awesome. Well, thanks for sharing. And uh, so yeah, you can go check it out, headliner.app. And as always, we've got tons of tools that we find. AutomateDelegate.com forward slash tools. And yes, we have partnerships with a lot of these companies, but it's only because we use them every day and believe in them. Uh, so check it out. So we will now jump to today's featured guest on the podcast. All right, everybody. Well, welcome to a, another episode of Automate and Delegate, where we are talking about fast, flexible, and smart ways to grow your life, your business, 
uh, and your relationships, which is a big part of uh, all of us are trying to do both in our business and in our personal lives. Uh, and super excited to be bringing Matt Granados on, founder and CEO of Life Pulse Inc. And it touches so much on the whole world of automating and delegating dovetails really well. He's actually a speaker uh, and he and I run in some similar circles. So very familiar with what he does. And I know it's going to be a great, great fit today. So uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Very excited to be here as always. All right, man. Well, thank you. Well, um, let's just kick off always with the intro is just uh, lay out who you are and uh, and what you do. Yeah. So as, as Brad said, name's Matt Granados, uh, founder and, uh, and CEO of Life Pulse Inc. And what we do is our, our whole mission in life is to come in and bring intentionality back to life. Uh, taking a second and recognizing that a lot of people are going through the motions and what they're doing. And because of that, wasting a lot of time and due to some uh, so systems that we've developed to help manage our own life and our own business, we've been able to grow a pretty uh, fast-paced growing uh, consulting company with everything from startups to, to Fortune 500 companies to one-on-one individual coaching, just helping people be more intentional with the time that we have. So connecting their purpose with their task and making sure that we're able to take even the most unmotivated individuals and, and motivate them. So that's what we've been doing. Um, we're super excited to be able to share anything we can or any experience we have with anyone who's willing to listen because we understand the impact on uh, on what it has uh, and what it can do for, for you or anyone else who's who's being exposed to the information. And something extra special about Matt, too, is uh, probably any of you who have tried to, with, with spouses, right, to, to start a business. So when he says the we, go ahead and share who the we is part of that. Is, uh, it's also yeah. kind of what you guys do. Yeah, so we is uh, is me and my boss. So <laughs> it would be me and Maria, my wife. I have uh, those two. Life boss. <laughs> Absolutely. Life boss. She, she is uh, she's the brains behind the operation. I'm kind of the puppet that dances on the stage, but she really has a good eye on what's happening. And and she is my my board of director is what I call her. Um, <laughs> you know, great. it's just I have to go with her and and be able to pitch her because if I can pitch her on an idea, I can pitch anyone else. So it's amazing having a partner who's just as strong, if not stronger, but also in di- with different strengths. Um, but with that, uh, if anyone knows Maria and myself, uh, and we have our podcast relationship, uh, where basically she comes at me with whatever she wants. I don't prep. She talks, she asks questions, and we answer it, and we're as real as we get. And those who have ever sat down and had a meal with us will know that we don't really hold anything back. Um, we're not afraid to share what's happening in our life because it's real. Uh, and, uh, and, but again, just Maria is, is an amazing, not only wife, but also business partner and and what we've been able to do together, um, has been told to us by many is a terrible idea to work with your spouse. And I think in some relationships, I understand that, but in ours, um, there's no other way we'd want to do it. Well, it definitely has, uh, ups and downs, I'm I'm sure. But, uh, but knowing the two of you, you know, you dovetail well with one another. Dinner um, dinner can be tough sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Accountable, accountable spouse, no doubt. Absolutely. Um, so before we jump into the meat and kind of talk about sort of the ways you're automating and delegating in your world and, and get to the tactical elements is sort of, you know, when people ask you, you know, the, the, the whole why, right? So how do you describe sort of what difference are, are you guys really trying to make in the world with what you do? So the biggest thing we're trying to do is let people see that they have enough time to live the life they want to live. Uh, the biggest excuse we get before we come in is people don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to do this. I'm too busy. I'm overwhelmed. And what we're finding is, is that it's just a figment of your imagination. It's, it's as ridiculous as the concept of, of fear and the acronym of 
you know, false evidence appearing real, that, that this feeling of overwhelm that, that society is feeling right now is so crazy. I mean, the average person spends more time planning a social media response than they do planning their entire week. So right. what we do is we come in and we teach people, hey, come on in, you know, plan your week 20 minutes at the beginning of the week, five minutes every single night uh, to plan your next day. We call it planning tomorrow today. And because of that, we're finding individuals are putting about 60 minutes in uh, throughout the entire week of planning and then getting about 15 hours of productivity that they've never gotten before. So it, it's recognized that, hey, we do have time. We can leverage the time that we do have. And that's why I love, Brad, using the stuff that you teach is because now that I found this extra 15 hours, how can I multiply that? How can I do more of that? And that's where we've seen just exponential growth. And not just, again, and, and we're very big, not just personal life or not just professional life, but also personal life. And it's the, the concept I ask clients all the time is what's your hourly wage? What would it take for me to get you to come do my trash? Right. If I was to call you, hey, what would it take for you to come clean my house? And if, if you would charge me 120 bucks to show up and do a big clean of the entire house, then why wouldn't you pay someone else that? And recognizing that time and money you know, is very similar and there's value to every second we have in the day. And if you could pay someone to do something that you would not do for that amount, then it's, I think it's worth investing in that to recover that time and do more of what you love to do. Well, it's the one common thing, right? And, uh, you know, when I do speaking as well on it, it's like, you know, one common thing we all have, no matter who you are in life, we all got 24 hours in a day. And, I, call it the, uh, I call it the great equalizer, right? right? There's nothing fair on this planet except for time because exactly. it never changes. Well, let's jump in um, real quick. So, you know, I'd like to jump into the meat of this and really kind of focus on three, you know, key challenges that you're dealing with, growth challenges. A lot of our listeners can probably, you know, relate to as, as entrepreneurs and business owners. And, you know, we got a lot of professionals as well that listen. Um, and, uh, and really kind of talk about either ways that you are automating or delegating and, and, over, uh, and overcoming those um, as yeah. it relates to either time challenges or financial challenges or just knowledge challenges um, that probably maybe a lot of our listeners can, can relate to. So, um, so let's just jump through each of those and uh, start one at a time. So let's just kind of lay out what would you say kind of is one key growth challenge that you've been dealing with um, and then sort of ways that you've been addressing it in terms of automating and delegating uh, either with a tool, with a resource, a mindset. Yeah, so so the the key growth strategy that that we're dealing with right now that I think every business is dealing with is getting content in front of end users' eyes um, through social media, through a- any channel. Obviously, social media is the one that everyone's using right now, and I think in a couple of years it's going to change. And and th- there's two parts of it, right? There's developing the content, and then there's actually posting the content. And there's certain systems that help us use it. But w- what I found is there's individuals out there, and and Brad, through some of your teaching is where we've gotten these individuals that we work with who manage our entire social media. I mean, it's funny. There's posts that come up that I like that then I realize it was my page. Like, I'm like, oh, that's a pretty cool thing. I should share that. And then I have to delete it because it was mine. And, and just that concept alone of how important it is to stay consistent on social media and stay constant with, the, with what it is that we're saying and the, what, are the, what are the most current hashtags. I mean, that alone would take me hours a week to know what I need to post and tag on my pictures. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing that's come to uh, with this. But one thing we like to teach and what I like to use on, on what you're teaching is this concept of you know, a time maximizer, meaning the ability to, you know, if I'm in the morning and I send over, let's say we're trying to do a, you know, a, a graphic that we want created. Right. And um, if I get it out in the morning early enough to people, to start working on that, 
and piecing it together. I can then go do something else and then come back to it versus the way I've used to do things was I have to piece it together and try it out and figure it out. And then five or six hours later, I then have a product that I can even like present to somebody. Whereas now using your systems, I can kind of get a very rough draft, throw it over to someone else who's much better at doing this, get a good, good draft back that nine times out of 10 is the one I end up using. You know what I mean? It's it's like when you have an expert who does it and you give them the information, they're able to create exactly what you want. And the more I work and the more we work, we create this relationship where we're able to get more out of each time we spend together. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of what I call sort of Kickstarter tasks sometimes, right? So instead of you owning the whole thing, you know, it's 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 just getting the initial ball rolling and then transition it to somebody that's a better use of their time. The, for them to dive in and, and focus on that expertise and let you do what is a better use of your time. So, all right. So, challenge one is summarized there. You're saying as far as you know, content creation. We're all. I mean, yeah. it is definitely a content creation world that we're dealing with out there. Of um, you've got to create it, get it out there, um, and uh, and so yeah. So, using you know virtual resources that can can help make that happen is is a big big advantage um, because. That's what all the competitors are doing out there in different space. And, uh, and I say it doesn't make a difference if you're the muffler shop on the corner or you're, you know, Procter & Gamble. Everybody has got to be in the content marketing game, um, you know, moving, moving ahead. Well, cool. Well, let's jump into um, kind of a second, second related challenge. So, I mean, I guess that would sort of be a, uh, a time-related sort of challenge in, uh, in getting that done. What, what else kind of comes to mind as sort of a growth issue or thing that you're so, kind of dealing with? The other thing is training. Right. The the amount of training uh, and and I, I have multiple businesses. Right. So one of our other businesses, we work uh, with individuals and they have to go out and sell specific products. And um, it's just a lot of training. And, and the more you invest, I truly believe this into an individual, the better the result should be. I think one of the hard parts is, is we tend to cut corners when we're training because we want to kind of get through it. So what we've started doing was using very simple screen recording softwares um, to be able to go on, kind of put together, we use Prezi for our presentations, but a PowerPoint or some type of slideshow and do the training that I would have done over a phone call. And the cool part is, is at that point, now I'm able to actually spend the time communicating with the individual and then allowing them to go watch the training. Right. So it's, it's kind of taking the element that I know you have digital courses. We have digital courses that we you know, charge people for and teach. But I also use the same exact content and context when I'm training new employees that we're bringing on or new distributors that we're bringing on. So that's been a a massive hurdle of just the amount of time it takes to to get someone producing you know their own million dollar business. And what we do is a minimum of 20 dedicated hours to that individual before they even start selling. And if you multiply that by how many people we want to bring through this system, like we talked about, the great equalizer, there's only 24 hours in a day. So now what I can do is I can send it over to them. They can watch it whenever they want, and they can get it back to me, and we go over it and over and over it again. Uh, it's It's been a, a huge change in the way we're able to grow uh, to the point where now we can scale it to as many people that want to come through our training. We easily can. So Yeah, it's a, I love that. Um... The tool, I mean, and that's something I always talk about. If anybody knows, I, I share it a ton, and, and a lot of other folks is just this screencasting. There, there's one called Screencast-O-Matic. There's another one called Loom, and it's a way that you can, uh, um, you know, do recording and instruction. I mean, my last company actually, we went, you know, they had to learn how to like enter a CRM and go enter in appointments and so forth. And you know, a lot of companies they make somebody job shadow and look over their shoulder, and um, you know, it can take a, a ton of time. 
And with this, you just click a button, record your screen, record your voice, your mouse, and um, you can explain everything. And they can watch it over and over and over again. And we even put tests together. You know, we did it for technical knowledge as well as kind of uh, how to use our, our CRM system. And until they went through the videos and kept repeating it until they could get 100 on the test, you know, didn't move to the next phase of the of the training. Yeah. So yeah, it is an awesome, awesome automation, really delegation and automation tool um, to make that process a lot easier. And, and even what I also do, and this is something that goes back to working with the wife, right? <laughs> right. I always joke that Maria and I work really, really well apart. Like we work really well apart from each other. We're not very good when you bring us in the room and we, our, our egos and our head starts bashing each other, trying to figure out whose idea is better. And the one way we've we've countered that is if we're working on a design of a new product or a new program, we'll literally do exactly what Brad's talking about. And we'll show that we'll, I, I will create a quick screencast and I'll send it to her so she can process it, think about it and respond versus what are your thoughts? Well, that looks bad. All right. Well, I just spent four hours trying to make this thing that you just told me looks bad. And just communication between the company has been a huge help because it's so easy to do once you know about it. And we actually, I, I use Zoom too, just because we already use it for a lot of our conference calls. Uh, plus it records everything and it's a little bit easier and a little more professional. I found when I make sales calls and I send them a private invite to a conversation that we're going to be having, um, it, it actually gives me a slight upper hand in my sales presentation. Um, I know it sounds weird, but if you ever read the book, Pitch Anything, uh, it's a great, great book. That little bit of kind of bringing them out of their normal zone into my meeting has helped me close more deals. Um, but not only that, but record every single call that I have that I can then transcribe using other systems that, Brad, you've taught me, and then actually go through and figure out what's worked, what hasn't worked, and create scripts that are almost automatically done to send to other people as we grow the company. So th th there's – I think I just threw four or five right there um, – but there's a lot that can be done with this, um, and that's the biggest thing. And that would bring to the third challenge, uh, if we didn't already go to – I guess that was two. Would just be – more on that on that point there, and I think that's a great point that you make, um, is that it is, uh, it's having – so two things. I mean on, on screencasting, uh, I was actually just doing a, a presentation with a, with a CEO group earlier today, and we were talking about how – um, you know, a lot of people when they have you know sales proposals, like you know, how many people you know, uh, of our listeners yeah. out there probably you know they email over this like forty pound PDF, and they're you know they have to their client has to then the burden is on the client right to have to then print this thing off, review it, and so forth, and um, just ends up being a ton of time, and so you're just you know lengthening the time of conversion versus. Hey John, see attached PDF of the proposal, but click here where I give you a quick personal video tour of the of the proposal, right? Yep. And using like a you know like a screencast, you can have your face up there, so you can have a personal connection with it. And first of all, it's disruptive; they've never seen anything like this. They're used to having to open up and print an attachment, and you're able to walk through and Hey John, this is the proposal. This is what this means. This is what this means. Don't worry about this part. You know, everybody has questions about this. We'll talk about it. You know, and you're able to kind of walk through. And the rate at which a video will get consumed of a proposal versus the PDF you actually sent is so much faster. Yeah. And then your next phone call is about closing the deal. It's not about having to go through and answer a zillion questions. I actually learned about it initially from my mortgage broker. I mean, he sent over, you know, mortgage documents are awesome fun to look at. Right. So he, uh, he sent that over and did a full run through of it. And I was like, this is amazing. And so we started using it in, uh, in my last company. And um, so I've always been a big fan of it. And it sounds like, 
using the same way. And then Zoom, obviously the same type of thing. You get people into a private session, get them engaged versus just a phone call and uh, can make a big difference. It's all about closing that time of sale. Right. Well, and actually, I forgot you're the one who told me about that. I did. That's exactly what we did for Twitter when we got in with Twitter. And that, that was such a big jump because what happened is they get inundated with all of these things all the time. So any way to stick out. And the other thing that's interesting is I don't care how good of a copywriter you are, the individual still needs to see what you wrote. And when they're skimming it, it's very difficult to make sure they see what you want them to see. But by going through it and having that, I mean, I'm talking a you know, five-page proposal that I went through in about 60 seconds, yeah, right? And hit just the points I wanted them to hear. And I guarantee you, because they watched the video, they didn't even look at the proposal, right? And that's the goal. That's how you, it's like, it's like not even having to apply to get a job. I mean, that's the yeah. goal. And that's exactly what it does. It's a great tool. And, and it, it, this leads me to this concept that that I love teaching is, is just my personal definition of wisdom. I mean, outside of what you know, Webster says, just the ability to use the correct knowledge in the correct way at the correct time. And taking what, Brad, what you've taught me and seeing it and going, hmm, I could use that like this over here versus, oh, screencasting. Well, that's only used to be able to communicate X, Y, and Z. There's many different ways you can use it. And that's the beautiful thing, Brad, about everything you teach is not just how I can use it professionally, but how can I use it personally? How can I use it you know, in all parts of my life from, from community groups that I'm in? I mean, it's not just here. And that's where I think you and I come together and truly have the same belief that it's a, you know, you're a collective body of one. Like you are the same person all throughout all different parts of your life. And because of that, use what you're learning not just in work, but use it in your personal life, you'll get amazing results. Yeah, all this stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, we all know, I mean, our personal and business life are just super all twined up. There is no, you know, take take the hat off and you're one or the other. I mean, we, we try to create, and you need to create that separation, but, you know, unfortunately, there's still, you know, it, it, a blend of the two. I mean, I'm, I'm still, I still believe there has to be a, a clear separation, but the way that you can use these, tools and resources in your personal life as well. I mean, actually you did a similar one. We had to get a proposal done for, uh, the drywall had to be ripped out of our house cause we had a natural gas leak. And so, uh, I just shot a video of the damage and just sent it over to my virtual assistant. And she was able to just watch that and then go post it on home advisor next door and actually get us quotes back to get the drywall fixed in our house. Um, you know, the same exact way I do recordings and screencasting for getting work done. I just did on my phone, shot a video, shot it to her. And I mean, she actually emailed and secured an incredible quote that would have taken like three hours, four hours of my time, you know, or my wife Cindy's to go chase that down. And, you know, she handled the whole thing. So no doubt this stuff translates in your personal life all the time. This episode is sponsored by Outsource Access, the choice for entrepreneurs, small business and busy professionals for highly talented and affordable virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Visit outsourceaccess.com learn to learn more and use code automate to get $100 off their signature and risk-free assessment process. And then, and then the, the, the third challenge that I think is so beneficial to what this concept of, of automating and delegating and, and how it's helped is the concept of planning, right? Which is all I live on. But yet when things get chaotic, it's the first thing that gets thrown out the door by people. So it's recognizing the fact that, hey, if somebody can be working on the social media, somebody can work on you know, the follow-up and somebody else can be working on and actually delegating the, the tasks that can be, the ones that we call are, are not goal-related and not urgent, right? Things that can be done by other people that need to get moved. All of a sudden, taking a step back 
you know, and I had, I had an epiphany this morning of just, I got to restructure a strategy. And fortunately I was able to make time because I could push off what could be done by other people to other people so that I can do what my job is in leading and creating the culture and the structure and strategy behind this company. So that would be kind of the third challenge of, of the concept of planning and strategizing the part that's fun about business, in my opinion, um, but sometimes gets totally overwhelmed by the, the, the tyranny of urgency. And that's the part that delegating and automated and being comfortable with that concept of letting things go, letting other people put their hands in them and recognizing that we want something done, not necessarily something done in a specific way as to how they get it done. Uh, it's the concept of, you know, show me the baby. Don't tell me about the delivery, right? I just want to see the cute little baby at the end. I don't need to know about what happened in that room because it sounded pretty crazy. I just want to see that cute thing staring at me smiling. So, um, makes things work a lot easier. So that'd be the third challenge is just the ability to sit back and, and plan from a strategic sense. And when you know that all the other, you know, tactical stuff is getting done, you can actually sit back and enjoy the creative side of business. No doubt. And, and I'm so glad you said that. It's, I mean, there's still always going to be, you know, emergencies and crises. And I know you and I were talking earlier. I mean, you know, last year, that, that example I gave was one of a zillion things happening at our house that we had to deal with tons of construction and issues happening. And we had to be very reactive, unfortunately, because I had very, very little time and had to just focus on the most urgent. But, um, but yeah, being able to, you know, I try every morning is just to spend 15 minutes pausing, not opening email and just take the forecast of my day and, and really try and allocate how I'm going to attack. Um, and a lot of people, you know, they just wake up, they're, you know, open up their cell phone as soon as they turn over in bed, you know, and all of a sudden, like just the reactivity just starts and don't right. take a chance to, to do that. So it's, uh, actually I wake up, I sit in my inversion table, which by the way, if you've never had an inversion table, it's amazing. I had like a <laughs> back injury last year and I right. herniated a disc and, um, and so like, you know, part of what they told me is like in this inversion table that you, you flip and yeah, it's you and Dracula. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like a bat, but it's, uh, Oh, I tell Empires you, are big right now. It Empires is are big right now. <laughs> I'm in line. I'm happy to join because they Absolutely. have fine, fine skeletal structure forever. So I hang upside down for about seven minutes and that's like when I start centering and I got my headspace mobile app and that's what I start playing and play a little bit. That's why I actually do some meditation so I'm hanging upside down. So I get two for one, get my, my spine stretched and uh, which our, our mutual friend, brother, Dr. Cohen would be uh, yeah. pleased with that. Very happy about it. And uh, but yeah, then, you know, immediately step into and just pause and really think about allocation of the day. Cause I mean, for me, you know, I completely agree. I mean, anxiety goes down, like, because I feel like there's this sort of like beaver dam that happens in our brain of stuff. And we just are scared we're not gonna get it all done because we haven't allocated. And once I, you know, created time, like, you know, on Thursday, from this time to this time, I'm going to be able to get a release valve because I know I've allocated time to get that particular thing done versus it just constantly sitting there as a dam in your in your brain. Right. I mean, and with you, what you guys have done with it with the LP, I mean, I just you see so many impact that's made on people's lives and, um, in, in being able to, I mean, that whole brain dump section that you have in it. I mean, it's designed for that, right? Yeah, that's um, exactly what it is. It's exactly the only difference we do it the night before. Um, but again, I always tell people, it was like, Oh, do I need to do it? I said, look, whatever works, do it. Like if you're getting the right results, then you're taking the right actions. If you're not getting the right results, you're taking the wrong actions. It's very simple. Um, too many times I think we overthink this. I was just in San Antonio and I was teaching a course 
uh, we do a top producer program where top producers in local areas come together and we present our information to them, but we take them through this entire journey and we're talking about it. And, and I always, I, I always feel like I have to say this is look, stop thinking about the fact that we're quote unquote setting goals or doing goals and just use common sense. Let's just think, what is a step we should take? And, and, taking a second to clear your mind in order to use your brain. I relate it to, you know, trying to take, trying to do a puzzle without taking it out of the box, right? No one's ever done that. And the reason why is because the box is smaller than the puzzle. So instead, how do you do a puzzle? You open the box, you spread the pieces out, you get the corners together and you build your way in. Well, that's the same thing that happens in our brain. When we try to do everything in our head without taking a second to get the puzzle pieces out, either on the paper or Brad, even what you're doing of just even just thinking them through and processing them, getting them through your conscious mind, you'll be amazed at how much more clarity you'll have and what steps you need to take. That's a great analogy. That's a great analogy. I never thought about it that way. You're right. It's you just have this beaver dam in your head, you know, it's like the puzzle is jammed in the box and until you can just get it out and and uh, I mean, it all starts with prioritizing, first of all, because most of us entrepreneurs got 800 shiny balls at any given time. And we're constantly fighting and fighting and fighting to not have new shiny balls appear in our brain because we have a constant just flow of new ideas all the time, which, yeah. you know, it's tough. But, you know, like several like what you guys have in the whole brain dump section of the LP is just it, it, if I can at least get it dumped out and have a place that I know I can't play with it right now, but I can play with that shiny ball later as long as I have a place that it can sit and know I can go back and revisit it, then, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay. But it's ultimately deciding what is the highest return and focus on time. And that's the whole point of this whole automation and delegation aspect of things is that what can you get off your plate that isn't the best use? And so you can prioritize what are the most critical rocks that are going to have the biggest payoff for you in your life, your business, and otherwise. And the biggest thing with that, just to add on to that and, and why that works, uh, it's called the Zegernick effect. Uh, and what it was, you know, the best way I do this Zegernick. example, Zegernick. All I'll right. send it over. Don't ask me to spell it. Um, <laughs> if anyone's ever yeah, received an email from mine, yeah, I need I outsource that. I've outsourced <laughs> that to Microsoft Word for 20 years. So, um, uh, but anyway, but Zegernick effect. And the best way I describe it is if I go, dun, 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 dun. now, a lot of people who are listening to this finish that with dun, dun, because our brain doesn't like things that are not done to completion. So, for example, if you have a task that you think you want to do or you need to do, there, this study showed that it's just as stressful thinking about a bear attacking you as a bear actually attacking you, right? That's how, that's how powerful our subconscious mind is of not understanding reality versus fiction. So the fear or the thought of that big engagement or that big task you need to do tomorrow and you not having it written down somewhere secure that your brain goes, okay, hey, I'm going to take care of that. Or Brad, like we were talking about, I think you call it the Kickstarters uh, task where you basically pass it off to someone else to get started. It's out of your head. It, that puzzle piece is put where it needs to be for now. And yes, it might circle back, but you're able to release yourself and not deal with the stress that is literally just as stressful thinking about it as it is doing the task. I try to get my wife convinced of that all the time. Have her listen to this. Let's go grab dinner again. <laughs> was it 98% of the things that you stress about or have stress about don't ever actually happen, right? Yeah, I agree. Constantly I don't even know, know if that's a true fact, but I will say, I'll, I'll say yes to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Snapple cap. Well, yeah, no doubt. So that's like that. I mean, I love you sharing that. That's exactly the kind of, uh, you know, 
we're all seeking that conclusion and an end to to something and being able to have a release valve in the process can make a, a huge difference so write it down Write it down. We get made fun of for having a pen and paper planner, except for all of a sudden clients continue to bring us in because it works. We don't do it because it's sexy. We don't do it because it's easy. We do it just because it works. That's it. So fantastic. Well, yeah, LP is fantastic. And I'll ask you to share sort of how everybody can learn about you and you can, uh, everybody can kind of check and learn more about it. It's a fantastic, fantastic product. I've been a person been able to see a ton of impact. Um, all right, so wrapping up on the three meets. So thanks very much. So we talked about three just key challenges you guys were were dealing with, and uh, to kind of kind of recap. I mean, we talked about um, what was the first? Uh, the first was just social media, just getting content, yeah, content not creation, creating, content creation, getting, creation, it, out there. getting it done. Which is a key part of a big challenge that everybody's dealing with, and probably can everybody can sort of relate to. And you know, number two, you talked about training and um, and getting communication out in a way to staff that um, in an efficient way. And talking about screencasting, which is just an incredible way of doing that. It's so simple, and we ended up talking about how that sort of translates as well to sales proposals and other things of how you can use it. And three, for sure, um, you know, planning is being a challenge, and how do you? Automate and delegate, and the LP is obviously a great, great solution um, from a tool standpoint of addressing that challenge. And everybody has their own different techniques, um, but but it's a, a great approach that most people probably haven't haven't tried. And it's organized in a really tight, efficient way. So you got a well, chance, and and, and it, it works with any system. We purposely made it. We call it an enhancer. So whatever system you want to use, which I can almost promise you, if you're like the average person, you're not using it to its fully extent. Um, whatever system you want to use, or or system you're trying to use, the LP actually helps you implement that system. It can stand alone, but it also can be used to tie into whatever either management system or, or, or you name it, it can match with it. So uh, appreciate the, uh, the the shameless plug that I'll give every time. Um, well, no, I mean, then, you know, the people we invite on this show that are, are practicing what they preach, right, every yeah. day. And, um, and, and just knowing what you guys do and seeing the impact it's had on, on so many people, uh, it, it's certainly worthwhile for our listeners to, to check out. So, well, let's close out here real quick. And so I always like to ask the question, uh, especially with fellow entrepreneurs is that, you know, if you could choose one characteristic that's most crucial for being a successful entrepreneur, what would you say it is and why? Intentionality. Um, being intentional in the things you do. Too many times, I think as an entrepreneur, we just go with it. Um, and, and even with automating and delegating. I mean, if you are just – and Brad, you and I have talked about this, right? It, it's not a magic wand. It right. works really well, but it only works as well as you guide it to. Um, it's very easy. It alleviates a lot of stress and gets a lot of stuff done. But just having that intentionality and, and what are you doing, why are you doing it, and What's the point of every action you take? I found the most successful individuals, the best CEOs that I work with are the ones who actually know why they're doing what they're doing. And they're not just guiding the entire business on their own hunch. So intentionality. And then uh, the other thing would have been possibly intentional listening. That's another thing that I'm working on. It's just that, that actively trying to understand what's going on versus just seeing what's happening and reacting taking a second to re to relax. I actually started with a, uh, a mentor of mine uh, <laughs> told me to, to jot down my interactions with people to see why, if I did this, what was the result? And was that the result I wanted? And I call it my FU journal. Um, 
And the FU is not what you guys think it stands for. It stands for force or understanding. And one of the books that we wrote, Motivate the Unmotivated, uh, a big thing I feel is you can motivate people in two ways. It's fear or love. And fear is based by force. Love is based by understanding. And too many times I lean on force. And how do I know it? Because I come back to my FU journal and there's a lot of Fs in there, very little U's. But there's also a lot of the same problems happening over and over and over and over again because they're not getting solved because I don't truly understand the core issue. So where that leads to is this concept of this intentionality in everything you do and every conversation you have and every meal that you eat with people, you're going out there. Why are you doing it? And not in a sense of, well, isn't your life kind of boring? I want to be a little bit more free-spirited. You could be way more free-spirited when you're consciously free-spirited, when you are intentional about everything you do. You can intentionally watch Netflix versus just show up and then 10 hours later you realize you haven't eaten breakfast or lunch and it's dinner time. Like I want to take that word intentional and drill that into every person's head and I truly feel the world would be a better place if more people were more intentional with more tasks in their life. Absolutely. I could not agree more. That is uh, – especially in relationships too. I mean that's oh, actually, that is actually the, the, the word focus for, for, my, you know, for Cindy and I. Um, that's coming this year uh, with so much we were, we were so reactive last year with things going on and um and being able to be just super intentional about our date nights and our timing and planning we even have like you know i mean sunday meetings ourselves and have an agenda driven meeting and discuss sort of what we're going to do what we're going to focus on um we use a tool called wonderlist that's a great mobile app for for couples that kind of lets you keep track of everything and um and just intentionally sit down and have that meeting in in plan what happens for the week, even meals and so forth we talk about. And if I've got meetings that in the evening, I'll let her know ahead of time. And it just helps to close some gaps on things that otherwise you get in the middle of the week and you haven't talked about it and it creates angst and frustration and, and so forth. So Well, and the funny thing, the reason, I mean, we do, we do the Sunday planning, we pull out our LPs, we chat, Marie and I, every single Sunday, no questions asked. And the funny thing is people say, oh, we just don't have time to do it. We have kids, we have this, we have, I said, wait, do you recognize the amount of time you're wasting throughout the week arguing over things that would be resolved in a 20-minute conversation? Literally crack a bottle of wine, sit down, have a glass, and have a conversation with the most important person in your life, your partner, right? We sit there and we do this with our businesses. We sit there and we sit down and we'll have our, our monthly either dumps or, or weekly huddles, whatever you want to call it. We call it our pulse check, but yet we don't do it with our spouse, and I think that is crazy. So I love that you guys do it. We are a huge – I mean literally it's like we go we go to church on Sunday and we plan on Sunday. That's what, like like the way other people watch football on Sunday, that's not part of our Sundays, right? We literally go to church, we plan, and it's awesome, and we get a good glass of wine every Sunday. So that's awesome. I agree with you and uh, would so hope – Yeah, it's the equation. You and I both – both know, and it it uh just adds another, and you can just be these ships crossing in the night during the week a lot of times, and yeah, and uh, so no doubt. Well, hopefully everybody took something from uh, that session and learning some new innovative ways, some tools, some different ways of automating and delegating, some fast, flexible, smart ways to grow, um, whether it's your business, uh, your your life, and and your relationships, and that's sort of the the focus. All this stuff sort of overlaps. So. Thanks so much, Tom, for your time, Matt, for joining us. And so how can everybody learn more about you um, and get connected in, in your world? Yeah, absolutely. So you can uh, follow us uh, on any social media platform at Life Pulse Inc. Uh, is, our, is our handle. And also you can 
Uh, if you want to find out about the LP, that's the easiest way to see what we do as a company as a whole. Just go to www.lifepulseinc.com backslash mylp, M-Y-L-P, and you can see exactly what we do. It's a simple way to get started. Um, and again, we'd love to work with you guys. Anytime you see us coming into the area, doing one of our top producer events, uh, we'd love to see you guys there. So, Brad, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, and again, if you want to reach out to me directly, Matt at lifepulseinc.com. I love giving my personal email out to people. Uh, because it's something that I like to talk to you directly. So any questions you have, I'd love to connect. Fantastic. Well, it's all fantastic stuff. I've had a chance to experience it and, and us having, being friends and also uh, in, in a lot of ways uh, from a business standpoint, it's being implemented. So wonderful. Well, thanks again so much for your time and being on the show. And until next time, we look forward to seeing you on the Automate and Delegate podcast. Take care. This episode is sponsored by Outsource Access. The choice for entrepreneurs, small business, and busy professionals for highly talented and affordable virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Visit OutsourceAccess.com learn to learn more and use code AUTOMATE to get $100 off their signature and risk-free assessment process.